Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Today's reading comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. It says this, Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utter meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? So as we continue to see how God's order was disrupted, Keller in his writing today, tackles the topic of vanity. Now, he makes it clear that the word vanity is probably a better translation from the original language than the word meaningless. And in just that short reading, in those two verses, we get the word meaningless four times. (laughs) Not the most encouraging word for us today to just begin with this idea that everything is meaningless, right? Now, Keller says that the word is better translated as vanity, right? Which means it might read vanity, vanity, utter vanity. Everything is vanity. Everything is in vain, right? Now, most of us would not consider ourselves vain, mainly because it's such a painful word, right? When you hear that someone is vain, it's it's quite a, a descriptive word, and it's not one that we would really describe to ourselves, and hopefully no one um, would call us that. But, but what if our definition was expanded a bit to consider the things in which we find our meaning, right? What are you known for? Or perhaps what do you want to be known for? What are your friends or family, what do they come to you for advice for? maybe that reveals something about your meaning. Maybe that reveals something about what you're known for. Well, if we find meaning in material things or vocation or status, Keller might be speaking to us today. So if we find our meaning, the source of our deepest meaning in the things of our life, even the people we spend our time with or the career that we have built for ourselves or the house that we live in, the car that we drive, the ways in which we're able to utilize our influence, if we find our meaning in those things, perhaps then that's what Keller wants to talk to us about. Perhaps that is the vanity that we might be cautious of today. Now, I would imagine that all of us want a meaningful life. We want to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. In fact, I spent many, many years working with young adults, high school students up into college age students. And that was something that I heard all the time that they wanted to live a meaningful life. They, when you would say, what do you, what do you want to do for work? You know, once you get out of college, they would say, well, I don't really know, but I want to do something that matters. Right? Well, that's a pretty interesting phrase. I want to do something that matters. Or I, when I think of my life, I want to do something that's meaningful. The question for us today as we read this passage out of Ecclesiastes is really, can we find meaning in anything apart from God himself? Now, I'm guilty of this. I I am somebody that 
I want to be known for something. Like I want people to, when they think of something, I want them to go, oh, Jared's the guy to talk to about that. And, and so I, I get it. And I want a living meaningful life as well. I want to do something that matters. And it's, it's, there are times in my life where there are certain things that I want to do or be known for that are outside of God, right? And that is, that's a challenging thing because that means that something has gotten in between myself and God, right? Um, In Genesis chapter 11 is the story of the Tower of Babel. You get a picture of God's people. You get humans, God's created order. They start to build a tower and they said, let us make a name for ourselves. And they begin to build this tower and it becomes so big and so strong that God actually has to intervene, right? It's kind of like when we define our own meaning by our accomplishments, by the things that we've done, our achievements in our life, that uh, it's uh, not unlike the rich young ruler in Mark chapter 10, somebody who has done all the right things and basically is saying something is still missing in my life, right? He amassed an entire net worth that's beyond anything that we could understand, and, and yet it amounted to nothing in his life for the rich young ruler. Something was still missing. Now, let's take those two little stories there, the Tower of Babel and the rich young ruler, um, making a name for ourselves, and then also the rich young ruler who had everything and yet was still missing something. Contrast that with the story in Genesis 12, when Abraham goes to God and God basically says, I will make a great nation. I will make your name great. God will make his name great. You get this contrast in when humans, when you and I attempt to do something great for ourselves, when we attempt to find our meaning outside of God, God has to intervene, right? The Tower of Babel was destroyed. The rich young ruler walked away sad. And yet when you see Abraham in his relationship with God, God is the one who makes his name great. When his meaning was found in God, God allowed his life to mean something really important. Now, this passage in Ecclesiastes, it brings Jesus's words to my mind from Matthew chapter 16, that we might gain the whole world and yet still lose our soul. So when I think about that house, that car, that promotion, that vacation, what are you really willing to trade in order to get it? Now, it's popular advice outside of the church to sacrifice everything to get what you want. You may have heard people on Instagram or Twitter or um, even, uh, you know, in in, uh, television, the news, whatever it is, that there are people out there that would tell you it's worth sacrificing all relationships, everything in your life in order for you to accomplish that dream that you have, in order for you to do that thing that you want to do. But Jesus offers us some different words. He's really asking us, is that thing that you want so bad, is it actually what you want? Is it really worth your own soul? Do you really want to trade all that matters most in your life in order to get that thing that you want, that status that you hope to get to, that possession that you desire? Are you willing to lose everything for that one thing that you hope for? Pursuing meaning outside of God is what's meaningless. You see, God is the one who provides all meaning. He is not only the source of meaning, God is the meaning of all things. He is what matters. So my my encouragement for you today is that you would pursue God and allow him to provide the meaning that you're looking for. That you would chase after him and say, okay, God, there are these things in my life 
there's this promotion, this job, this this career, this relationship that I have been trying to find my meaning within it. And yet now, God, I want to find my meaning within you. God, I want to allow my meaning that comes from you to inform my, my relationships, to inform my vocation, to inform my conversations, to inform my decisions. God, we want to allow your, the meaning that only you can provide to really shape our identity so that we don't get confused about really what we see here in Ecclesiastes. We don't want to find our life utterly meaningless because we have chased meaning in all things except you. So for those of us today, as you're getting ready to head out for the rest of your day or you know, whatever God has for you today, a couple of questions. What, what in your life defines you? And is that thing the source of your meaning? You might not say that right off the bat, that the source of my meaning is this thing, but, but how much mind space does it take up in your life? How much do you think about that? How much of your identity is shaped by that thing? So in contrast to that first question, how might God want to use you when we discover our true meaning in him? What plans might he have for you? What invitation might he have for you? What might he want to do with your one and only life when he is the one who gets to inform the meaning of this life? Last scripture, Matthew chapter 10, 39 says, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. A beautiful invitation from Jesus to say, look at your life. If you want to cling on to everything that you can see, inevitably you are going to lose it. But if you're willing to open up your hand and to give up your life for Jesus, then you will find the true meaning of life. You will find true life, and that is life in Jesus. So before you go, just want to invite you to consider this journey to Easter that we're all on. Today's invitation is to memorize a scripture. And the scripture that uh, it it gives you three examples. And the one that really stood out to me is from Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And so as you are searching today for your meaning, searching for what will make for a meaningful life, would you turn to God's word? The source of all meaning is God's love letter to you. Find him within these words. The word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword. That might be the place where we want to search to find God and the meaning of our life. Allow me to pray for you today. God, we're grateful. We're grateful that we don't have to make up meaning for ourselves. We don't have to define meaning for ourselves, but instead, God, we can find it in you. Lord, would you help each and every one of us today to pursue you with our entire heart? Because we know that as your word says, when we pursue you, we will find you when we search for you with all of our hearts, as Jeremiah has written. So God, we're grateful. I pray for each one of us today as we go about our days that nothing would interfere, nothing would separate us from your love for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.